ordinary horse with the speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty high silver. The Lone Ranger. <laughs> His faithful Indian companion, Tonto, the mask rider of the plains led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. The stories of his strength and courage, his daring and resourcefulness, have come down to us through the generations, and nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear, from out of the past and the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse, Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Come on, Silver, hurry, big fellow. I'll Silver, hurry! The town of Silver City, Nevada, was a booming, brawling inferno of sudden wealth and sudden violence. Tougher than sin was Silver City and proud of it. Yet, on that fateful day, when young Billy Tate staggered into the famous mining camp, even the toughest frontiersman shuddered at the tale the 14-year-old boy related. I, it, it happened east of here, at Mountain Meadow. There was 120 of us in the wagon train. My, my mother and sisters and dad... <laughs> 120 immigrants. Oh, Father in heaven. We, we stood them off, Indians and whites, for four days. Then we had to have water. The man in charge of the war party, known as Lee, John D. Lee, he said if we surrendered, they'd let us have water and, and promise safety for the women and children. Our men laid down their guns. And then the wagon started for the water hole. What happened, Billy? They, they strung out on both sides of the wagon train and, and started killing everybody. Everybody. And, and they burned the wagons. I, I got away. 
My, my horse died three days ago. I've been walking at night since then, hiding in the daytime. <laughs> The Massacre of Martin Meadow, the most infamous page of history ever written on the western frontier. 120 valiant men, women, and children brutally murdered after accepting the peace terms offered by the war party of renegade whites and Indians. General Carlton and his soldiers made a non-stop march to the spot, and from every source came offers of assistance from the famous old pioneer scouts and Indian fighters. From the south, up through the original New Mexico territory, came three grim-faced riders. In the lead, a magnificent figure of a man, his features concealed by a black mass, swaying easily in the tireless stride of the great white stallion Silver. At a signal from the Lone Ranger... The trio reined their horses to a stop. Oh, This is where we'll camp. Dan, I want you to stay here. Gather up a supply of firewood. Yes, sir. You can unpack our equipment. I don't know. I'll set up the camp when we get back. Will you be gone very long? That's long enough to ride from here to the scene of Mountain Meadow Massacre. Back. Oh. It not be good place for you to see, Dan. I understand. Later on, I think you'll be able to do some very valuable work for us, Dan. Oh, honest? Golly, if I could, I... I mean, I'd like to have something to do. Something to help bring those renegades to justice. There's only one person in the world who can tell what happened out here when that war party attacked the wagon train. That person is young Billy Tate. A lad about your own age, Dan. That must have been a horrible experience. Horrible? Worse than that. Boy, was an eyewitness to a scene of brutality beyond description. Right now he needs companionship. He's afraid of everything and everybody. Ah, young fellow need friend plenty bad. Yes, you're going to be that friend in need, Dan. When Todd and I get back, we'll take you into Silver City and arrange for you to meet Billy Tate. Perhaps you can even stay there with him for a while. I sure hope so. I hope we'll have a chance to, to avenge him. We will, don't worry about it. Come on, Toto. Get him up, Scout. Come on, Silver. Leaving their youthful companion to prepare their future camp, the masked rider and the Indian Toto rode steadily through the bleak, foreboding hills, and then, coming down through the deep ravine that led out across the broad expanse of mountain meadow, they stopped. Oh, Silver. Oh, boy. Oh, For a long minute, neither of them spoke or on all sides the grim, silent evidence of the terrible massacre was only too visible. Steady, boy. Steady. Easy now. <coughs> oh, people on the wagon train never have chance. No sign of fight. There wasn't any fight, Tonto. It was just a slaughter. Ah. Plenty Indians take part in massacre... But more white men than red men. More white men? Ah. How do you know that? Well, here. You see, many hoof print. Horses shod. Them wear steel shoes. Yes, I see. Indian pony not leave such deep hoof print. Hmm. Look there, Tonto. Ah. Shell of a rifle cartridge. Forty-five ninety. Ah. That come from Sharp's rifle, huh? 
Neither a Sharps or a Spencer. In either case, it indicates the men who attacked this wagon train were equipped with modern rifles. Probably bears out what you said about there being many white renegades in the party. Uh, here. Here, Kimosabe. What's that you have? Uh, me not savvy. It looked like uh, trinket, maybe. A trinket? Let me see. Hmm. It looked maybe, well, the ornament, huh? Yes. I'll keep it for the time being. Well, I've seen enough here. Let's follow that trail to the north of ways. Uh, easy, Scout. Easy. Steady, Silver. <clears throat> Outlaws, Indians, and white who attack wagon train. They not stay together, maybe. No, Tonto. By now they've scattered in all directions through the badlands to the north and west. That's where we'll find the trail that we're looking for. Let's go. Get him up, Scout. One, Silver. the uncanny instinct of his Indian friend and scout to follow the many trails into the Badlands, the Lone Ranger penetrated farther and farther into the bleak, forbidding hills. Oh, 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 oh. oh. Look there, Kimasabi. Yes, I see it. An empty whiskey bottle. Well, that explains part of the reason for the Indians joining in the massacre. It's something to remember. Come on, Toto. We better get back to our camp and see that Dan's all right. Come on, Silver. Come on, Scout. A few days later, far back in the impregnable hills, a meeting took place at the stronghold hideaway of John B. Lee, the white renegade. Seated in a small circle, Indian fashion, there were five men. At Lee's right was Bert Chalice, expensively dressed, arrogant, and contemptuous. Next to Chalice sat the fearsome figure of Chief Red Wolf, leader of the renegade tribe of Bannock Indians. Red Wolf's two sons stared steadily at the two white men, trying to interpret the mixture of words and sign language. I'll see here, Red Wolf. Me and Chalice kept our part of the bargain. We done all the planning. We furnished all the rifles, all the ammunition, most of the men. And you Indians got all the scalps and horses. Yeah. Warriors of Red Wolf get more pale-faced scud. Many more. Yeah, sure. We'll see that you do. But there was plenty of money in that wagon train. That's right. You were supposed to get the scalps, and we were supposed to get first choice on the booty. Sure, that was a bargain we made. Red Wolf not make bargain with white man. White man lie. White man cheat. White man rob Indian. Kill Indian. Law. Red Wolf powerful warrior. Red Wolf get... Sure, 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 I know. When you Bannocks and Shaveheads and Paiute go on the warpath, you always get plenty of scalps. But you wouldn't be so all-fired powerful if it wasn't for the rifles and ammunition we've been supplying you with. Uh, what you want from wagon train? The money, Red Wolf. The gold you took off the emigrants. Red Wolf not get gold. Uh, all right. But if that's the way you're going to work it, you needn't expect us to help you anymore and get any more scalps for you, Red Wolf. Red Fox, you should have been named. You ain't fooling us any about that gold. Wait, wait. You know when warrior get more scouts? Sure, me and Chalice here can find out. Of course, I can't show myself in none of these towns on account of that confounded kid got away. Now everybody is hunting for me. But Chalice here, he gets around, see? We go now. You wait here. Red Wolf send gold. You tell where get scalp, you get gold. Sure, sure, you bet. Yeah. There ain't nothing you Indians could use it for anyway. 
being on the dodge all the time like you are. Let me go now. Take sons, send back with gold. Go out in I go. I'll be here, Red Wolf. Gonna have to watch that foxy critter, Bert. Steady now, boy. Hey, where are you going? I didn't mention it before while the Redskins was here. You didn't mention what? That kid you was talking about, young Billy Tate. Kid that escaped from the wagon train. I located him, John. You did? He's living in Silver City. Staying at Judge Benton's place. Hmm. You uh, going to Silver City? Right. That kid was responsible for naming you. Because some of the men in that wagon train recognized you. Called you by name. If I don't take care of him pronto, he's likely to recognize me someday. Yeah. So I'm taking no chances. I don't blame you. Steady. I'll be gone two, maybe three days. Oh, uh, while you're there, see what you can pick up about any wagon trains coming this way. Yeah. I'll keep my ears open. Get up. Silver City, Tonto and Dan Reed reined their horses to a stop in front of the home of Judge Benton. Maybe you better go in alone, Dan. Oh, oh, sure, if you say so, Tonto, but. Uh, young feller, him not like see Indian. No. All right. I won't be very long. About my age, like the Lone Ranger said. People have a lot of experiences to tell each other. Yeah, where are you? Oh, hello. Uh, how do you do? I came to call on Billy Tate. Oh? Why, he's just getting ready to leave. Won't you come in? Thank you. Did you say Billy was leaving? Yes. You a friend of his? What? Well, that is, I hope to be. His room's back this way. The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments. to continue our story. Following the Lone Ranger's instructions, Tonto and Dan Reed rode to Silver City, where they reined up in front of the home of Judge Benton. While Tonto stayed with the horses, Dan was met at the door by Mrs. Benton, who led him to Billy Tate's room. Just a minute. Someone to see you, Billy. All right. 
Where's that, Mrs. Benton? Why, I don't know the young man's My name. My name's Dan Reed. I want to stop by and get acquainted with you, Billy. Huh? Well, sure. Come on in, Dan. Thanks. Thank you, Miss Benton. You're welcome. I hope you boys have a nice visit. Uh, have a have a chair, won't you? Sure. Oh, by the way, uh, Miss Benton said you were leaving here. That's right. You're leaving Sober City? Where'll you be going? I got a job. I I've joined up with the Pony Express riders. Honest? Golly, you're not any older than I am. You're too young. That's what they want, Dan. Young fellas like us. Or men who are small. Huh? What do you mean? It happens that I've ridden horses all my life, see? They want fellas who are lightweight. That way the ponies travel farther and faster. But, but tell me, who are you? I mean, we... My friends and I, we heard about your trouble, Billy. My friend wants very much to help you. Oh? And who is this friend of yours? The greatest man in the world, I think. He's the Lone Ranger. The Lone Ranger? You mean the Lone Ranger has come here to help find the people who murdered... Yes, Billy. He's your friend just as much as mine. And he won't leave here until those men are brought to justice. You can depend on that. Bert Chalice, the partner of John Lee in leading the war party to murder the helpless settlers coming into the new territory, rode into Silver City. Chalice, wearing his hand-tailored boots, expensive sombrero and fancy vest with the pretty Mexican spangles, had two things to do. Find out about any wagon train movements and settle with young Billy Tate for identifying his boss, John Lee. Oh, oh. Dismounting at the Rainbow Cafe, Chalice entered the place and mingled with the customers. Howdy, partner. My name's Chalice. You a stranger here? Why, yes. My name's Bill Rhodes. Just come out from Ohio. Ohio? Yeah, you made a long trip. Yep. Have any trouble? Mm, none to speak of. Guess we were lucky. Sure thing. Yeah, there's plenty of trouble on them wagon routes nowadays. Yeah, like that thing at Mountain Meadow. Hard to believe anybody do a thing like that. Yeah, this don't seem possible, does it? Oh, he was part of a big train coming west. Most of them, when they heard about that Mountain Meadow affair, stayed back in Kansas for a spell. A week come on ahead anyway. Just four wagons. Oh? Yeah. I got word last week, though, that the rest of them had hit the trail again. They'd be rolling in here a couple of three days now. Mm, yeah, yeah. Pretty big outfit, I reckon, eh? About 30 wagons, all told. Hmm. Uh, have one on me, Rhodes. The friendship between Dan Reed and Billy Tate was immediate. Each found on the other the qualities he admired most. Darkness had fallen over Silver City when the two boys concluded their visit. Standing in the open doorway of his room, young Billy was saying goodbye to Dan. Sure wish you could stay longer, Dan. <laughs> Some other time, perhaps. Right now, Tonto's waiting for me. Well, I'm going to finish packing my things. I'll try to see you again before we... Billy, look out! Hey, what the dickens... Stay on the floor! Dan, what matter? Someone tried to shoot Billy Tate. And came <laughs> awful close to being successful. Dan pushed me just before that shot was fired. You see man who fired shot? Uh, golly, I, I just happened to glance over at the window and saw a man pointing a gun at Billy. I yelled and pushed him at the same time. Yeah, and then knocked out the lamp before the man could fire again. Not plenty fast thinking, Dan. Come, 
We look outside. Billy, you stay here and explain to people what happened. Where are you going? Just outside the window to look for signs. We don't want all those people tromping around. Out there until Tom has had a chance to look over the ground. Young fella, plenty lucky. You move so fast. Golly, I was so surprised. I guess I just acted by instinct. See anything there, Tonto? Ah, here. Here, place where man dismount from horse. Stand by window and watch you and Billy. Now me study hoof print plenty good, so me remember it when... What's that, Tonto? What'd you find? Dan, you get Victor. Ride plenty fast. Bring Lone Ranger. And you give him this. Sure, but what is it? You go pronto. Bring Lone Ranger. Tell him Tonto try follow trail. Meet him outside town. Bert Chalice, furious at having been thwarted in his attempt to kill young Billy Tate, pushed his horse at a steady run through the barren hills. It was nearing daybreak when he arrived at John Lee's hideout. Oh, oh! You sure been punishing that horse. What happened? Plenty. Come on inside while I tell you. Find out anything? More than I expected. We've got to act fast and clear out. Clear out? What for? Ain't nobody ever going to find this place. You're dead wrong, Lee. There's a man on our trail right now who won't quit until he does find out. Yeah, who? The Lone Ranger, that's who. What? Now, listen. I spotted this kid, Billy Tate, in his room over Judge Benton's. There was another kid there. And while he was telling young Tate, I found out the Lone Ranger's come to Silver City to take up the chase. I'm telling you, that masked man... Now, wait a... a minute. Did you take care of young Tate? I tried to. But the other kid seen me through the window, pushed Billy Tate out of the way just as I took a shot at him, then smashed out the light before I could shoot again. I had to light out pronto. Mm. Red Fox sent over that gold like he promised. Too bad we couldn't grab off another job like that before we pull. I hate to leave this place. We can. Listen, there's a wagon train coming up through the mountains right now. Thirty wagons. It ought to be along here in a day or two at the most. Having kept his rendezvous with the Lone Ranger and Dan Reed, Tonto, with the uncanny ability that only an Indian tracker possessed followed the faint trail to Bert Chalice's horse up into the Badlands. Then the Indian signaled a halt. Oh, plenty bad trail now. We just have to ride out in a big circle. See if we can pick up the trail farther ahead. But horse leave no trail. Only rocks ahead. Somewhere, somehow, we've got to cross this trail again, Tonto. We've got to keep at it. Uh, maybe it'll take plenty long time. It takes forever. We've got to stick it out. Whoever we've been following is heading for John Lee's hideout. We know now that the man we're after was in the party that murdered those emigrants at Mountain Meadow. Come on, Silver. Crossing the rock-strewn valley, the masked man, Tonto, and Dan Reed searched the foothills, hoping against hope to pick up the trail of the fleeing outlaw. Throughout the long day, they circled and quartered the slopes and ridges. You'd better return to Silver City, Dan. Get some rest. Oh, but I'm not tired, sir. Besides, I'd like to be along when you find the man who shot at Billy. That's out of the question. I won't let you be exposed to any danger if I can help it. Besides, we're not even sure. He was happy. Here, you come here and look. What is it, Toto? Here, look here. Me find tracker, outlaw's horse. Are you sure? Me not make mistake. You see it? You're right. You found it. From here on, it goes north, straight as an arrow. Then. Yes, sir? This trail leads straight to John Lee's hideout, understand? Yes, sir. Whoever took a shot at Billy Tate believed himself safe from pursuit after he crossed the lava beds. We'll have to strike fast. Ah, uh, outlaw killers maybe have plenty outlooks ahead. We'll risk that. 
Dan, ride for Silver City and onto the fort. Tell General Carlton we've located Lee's stronghold. Ask him to send a detachment of soldiers with all possible speed. Yes, sir. Tell him we'll manage to leave an unmistakable signal for him to follow. You wait for Tano and me at the fort. Yes, sir. Good luck to you, boy. And hurry. Get up, Victor. That's it straight ahead, Tonto. Get the horses back out of sight. We'll go from here on foot. Ah, outlaws heap brave, not even post lookout. Careless, perhaps, but not brave. Come on. We'll circle the shack. Come up from the other side. Kimasabi, look. Riders come, many riders. Quick, get out of sight. Those are white men and Indians. John Lee's renegades. Something's up. Those men are meeting here to plan more deviltry. Kimasabi, look. Back cross valley. What is... That cloud of dust... The soldiers from the fort, they're coming. Ah. Quickly, Tonto. In a moment, these men will see them. Now, what we do? There's someone coming up the path carrying a bucket. Ah, fella, come to spring. Tonto, circle the place quickly. Those men are settling down for a powwow. You've got to stampede their horses so they can't possibly escape. Ah, me run off horses plenty good. Good, now hurry. I'll take care of this man coming up the path. I'll see that he doesn't warn Lee's men. Tonto, hurry plenty fast. She'll be glad when we can all clear out of here. Place is beginning to get up. Hey. Don't move, you're covered. What? You, the masked man. No, oh, no, don't shoot. Get your hands up and turn around. Wait, I ain't done nothing. You lie. Look, here, these little spangles off that fancy vest of yours. One was found at the scene of the massacre. The other under Billy Tate's window in Silver City. Oh, wait. Who's that riding in across the valley? What the... Our horses. They're being run off. I gotta get out of here. I won't let them take me. No. You stay here and take your medicine. Along with the rest of them, murderer. Oh, no. You can't keep me here. I'll kill you. Your killing days are over. You're lucky to have only a broken shoulder. These soldiers charging in here are not helpless, unarmed women and children. Let's see how you handle them. There's Silver. Steady, big fella. Come on, Scout. Here, boy. Hurry, we've got to get Toto. Come on, Silver. With the horses stampeded in a dozen different directions and no possible chance of escape, the renegades were quick to throw down their guns and surrender, knowing only too well that the onrushing cavalrymen would more than welcome a fight to the finish. Quickly, the men were rounded up, including the cowering leaders John Lee and Bert Challenge. You got them all, Sergeant? Yeah, got every man except two, Captain. There's a big Jasper wearing a mask and a redskin. We ain't found them yet. Secure your prisoners and prepare to march. Don't worry about the masked man. He's the one that sent that boy up after us at the fort. You've heard of him. The Lone Ranger. I'll send
The story you have just heard is a copyrighted feature of The Lone Ranger Incorporated.